So this evening we recited the fire sermon uh, in English and uh, it's one of the, what they call cardinal discourses. One of the early, uh, very important discourses of the, uh, of the Buddha. And, uh, and it's, of course it's very short, it's very stark. And had uh, um, uh, um, quite a powerful effect, a thousand um, they were wanderers of other sects, fire worshippers, and the Buddha uses used the image of fire, and they were they were all awakened. And one can one can either sort of disbelieve it of of. Uh, well, it's a bit much. Uh, or um, think, well, can't be that difficult. Uh, just the, uh, just disenchantment. Um, disenchant with the eye, disenchant with the, all the, the, the sense bases and, and the objects of senses and the the, the experience of the senses, uh, but uh, but it uh, of course it's uh, it's uh, you know, I think one is probably a a, a very um, appropriate record. Something happened early on in the time of the Buddha, and uh, it was recorded and, and passed down. And um, they were, had been practicing for uh, quite a long time and had been, been, been seekers. But it, 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 what it, to me what it highlights is, is, is something, um, say like Ajahn Chah, um, one of his ways of 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 speaking and uh, and 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 I remember one time he was asked, <clears throat> you know, why <clears throat> I think it was actually by Jack Cornfield, um, why wasn't that? Uh, um, you know, he te he 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 seemed to um, thrive in the teachings and 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 uh, and experience the fruits of the uh, of the of the teachings and and uh, through fruits of the training. Um, why was that? Because it's it's, it's not that uh, ordinary or common. And, 
Ajahn Chah was, uh, he, he said, well, you know, I, I, I dared to practice. Uh, I dared to take the Buddhist teachings seriously. Uh, I felt that, 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 that it was true and, and I dared to actually do it. Um, which, you know, I think is, is, is a really uh, important aspect because I, we've all got excuses to 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 uh, to not quite put them into practice, not quite sort of fulfill them. Cut corners here, cut corners there, and and uh, it's really ordinary. Or just just the uh, the power of habit and conditioning is is so strong that it it uh, uh, one ends up um, you know being pulling away from 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 them or veering off uh, but so this this sense of of uh, you know daring to practice uh, kind of challenging oneself uh, to to not always take the easy way or take the the the, the way that one's uh, either the external society or the internal uh, preferences and biases goal uh, to be willing to you know, to challenge oneself a bit and realize that you know the the uh, the stakes are actually high, and um, you know we we can have this opportunity to experience uh, a real awakening and freedom of heart, freedom from greed, hatred, delusion, freedom from from the limitations of of, of conditioned existence, um, or we can keep plodding along. Uh, following that 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 kind of that trail, but just the the reality that that uh, and and of course saying that is, is it's really important to to recognize that yes there is this this sort of kind of you know, noble path and noble way of practice. Um, but we also have to, you can't just sort of make, try to make yourself conform or so you keep pushing yourself to, to uh, uh, go against the grain with everything. One really needs to, uh, when the Buddha talks of this middle way, uh, this is a, a, a very balanced and, 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 even path of of attunement to not just external truth but the internal truth of what we're what we're experiencing how we experience it how we adjust and adapt to it and how we adjust, adjust and adapt to 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 uh, to truth and, and to kind of the real um, nature of of of, ex of our 
of our existence. So it's, it's a, uh, uh, there's a, a real refinement that's, that's required, it's needed. And so their sense of, of uh, um, yeah, to, to, yeah, to dare to practice um, requires a, a, a turning inwards. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and tuning in. And one of the things that's really important is like really learning how to ask the right questions uh, of one, of oneself, of one's experience. Uh, really, because um, so often we, you know, we, we, we ask the wrong questions or we pose the. Uh, the wrong uh, assumptions, and uh, that really questioning ourselves of, of what, uh, what are we, you know, how are we going about this, um, and uh, are we are we learning? Are we growing? Are we maturing? Uh, are we uh, establishing ourselves in in what is what's, what's, what is truly peaceful, what is, is, is truly um, uh, aligned with what is uh, the Buddha's awakening. So it's, it's a, uh, being willing to, to question ourselves in that way and, and reflecting. That investigation is, is really important, which is not just a kind of a clever intellectual exercise. It's, it's you know, again, it's a, it's a real tuning in and uh, um, paying attention. Because that's, that's that sense of what really leads to increase in well-being, uh, increase in clarity, uh, and an increase in, in real skill, wisdom. Uh, so that, that uh, you know, so, so we have to pay attention to the, the, uh, um, to like our, our emotions and mental states um, are you know, we have to, it's like, again, something that, that uh, an idiom that Ajahn Chah used to use. He's saying, you know, really, you really have to read your own heart. And so you have to, you know, in the same way that we, he said, you know, you, you read books and you learn from books. He said, you really have to read your own heart and learn from your own heart. Um, because there's, there's, uh, you know, we, we, we uh, say we experience different, we, um, different emotions and mental states, and, and you know, there's, there's, you know, it's kind of um, desire or fear, um, or acceptance. Uh, uh, um, Aversion. These are, are we experience them. But you know, are they, are they all good? Are they all bad? 
you, know, you have to really investigate and see because sometimes there's there's always uh, say the positive and negative aspects or consequences to to uh, our different mental states, so we have to be able to uh, discern quite clearly. It's like with say with desire. It's just in in the, the this, in the Buddhist teaching, the Buddha points to to desire as a cause of suffering, which is this is very straightforward, but you know there's different kinds of desire, um, and 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 that's expressed pretty clearly in the say like in the Pali language, uh, but not so much in in English, uh, and so that recognizing that there's say desire that leads to suffering or consistently leads to suffering is what the Buddha called tanha, uh, and that's desire that's tainted by greed, hatred, delusion, uh, clinging, attachment. Um, uh, but there's <coughs> desire that is, is you know, desire to, <coughs> desire to come to puja, desire to come to, come to, the, come to the, the meditation, to listen to them, and desire to practice. Those are, <coughs> those are, you know, very wholesome desires that need to be need to be nurtured, need to, you can't just sort of, well, if I cut off all desire, somehow I'm going to be enlightened. We have to figure out how to encourage ourselves, how to motivate ourselves. And that takes, a, takes a, uh, an application, a skillful application of desire. Um, fear, one of the you know, certainly fear is a, is a, um, a, a, a can be a, a, a negative state and, and dogs us into, yeah, anxiety and, and worry. And, uh, and, and that you know, is, it clouds the mind. Um, but then a, uh, you know, uh, experiencing uh, the, uh, a shrinking back. It's like Hiri and Otapa. One of the translations is, uh, yeah, you know, like it's a fear of wrongdoing. But it's it it comes from a wholesome place um, because one is recognizing the 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 untoward consequences, um, both to oneself and to others, and so it's. And it's motivated out of respect for oneself and respect for others, and so it's and it's so this sense of yeah on an, on 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 paper it looks like uh, there's fear uh, and should be, but but it's a it's a really wholesome kind of fear or say like. Uh, <coughs> Acceptance, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's important to be accepting and kind and, and uh, not contentious. Um, but should we be just kind of uh, uh, blindly accepting everything? And, you know, there's lots of 
dumb things in the world. There are lots of dumb things even in Buddhism uh, that, that uh, you want to be cautious of. You want to be wending your way through. Uh, that, that, uh, that discernment and, and uh, you know, asking the right questions. Uh, how's this working? Was this What's the result of this? What's the, what's the experience? What's the feeling? Same. Uh, you know, and so that goes with, with, with you know, that, the whole range of human emotion. Because uh, um, that's uh, um, emotion, mental states. They, 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 set, they set in motion uh, our uh, our feelings, our reactions, our 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 actions and speech. Uh, so we have to really uh, be willing to to attend closely and, and and as I said, ask the right questions. Well, how to how to use this? How to use this skillfully? How to turn this into something that is that's actually really beneficial. Um, and it's, it's it's just like that going against the going against the grain in that way is not just a um, just a blind pushing, but it's learning how to turn um, these internal external circumstances to one's one's benefit and and. And taking, taking an interest in how to do that, and that uh, and to a certain degree, it's really like taking delight in doing what is, what is in accordance with truth, what is uh, um, lifting one out of, of, a, uh, of what is unskillful or unbeneficial, or unwise. Um, like there's a, there's a, a sutta I particularly like where uh, the Buddha talking about the four astounding and amazing things that, that manifest when a, when a Tathagata comes into the world. So how the, the Buddha refer, references himself as the Tathagata. So when the Buddha comes into the world, there's four astounding and amazing things happening. And you know, people, people delight in attachment. Um, and, and the word for attachment in that is, is, is uh, alaya. Uh, and, and it's more like attachment, desire, Entanglement, it's another word for, for that, 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 that vortex of yeah, desire and attachment. 
and people de delight in in attachment. But when uh, say a Buddha comes into the world and teaches uh, for the for non-attachment, pointing to the benefits of non-attachment, to non-clinging, to non-entanglement, uh, to freedom from desire, uh, people actually listen. Uh, they, they, they listen, they lend an ear, they, uh, they set their minds on understanding that. And, you know, this is an amazing uh, and astounding thing. Uh, uh, and the second one is the people delight in, delight in conceit. Uh, but when uh, the Tathagata, the Buddha, uh, teaches for the, say, the relinquishment of conceit or the, the non, uh, the letting go of conceit, uh, then people. They, they, they cease to rejoice in it and, and, de and delight in it and, and, and want, to, want to listen, want to, they land in here, they want to uh, set their minds to understanding it. Well, that sense of conceit is, is important to, to understand in, from a Buddhist perspective. Again, it's, it's helpful to, to know some of the um, ways that the Buddha used language, because uh, in the English language, when you say the word conceit, that it usually means somebody is kind of lords himself over over others or feels themselves superior to others. Um, but the Buddha's use of the word conceit is when uh, it's any any form of self position in comparison to others, uh, in that sense of, so that identification, identifying with that I, me, mine, I'm superior, I'm inferior, I'm equal, I've got to find a place to stand um, amongst it, rather than, than so that, uh, realizing that what we call our identification, what we call a sense of I and me and mine, uh, it's a moving target. Uh, it's not really, it's, there is no solidity or substantiality there. And uh, we just, of course, you pay attention to the mood or the mental state, but to create a, a sense of identity around that is, is a, well, it's a good way to suffer, but it's not a good way to live peacefully. Uh, Then, so that's the second uh, thing that the Buddha uh, says is astounding and, and, uh, and amazing. And the third one is uh, people, people delight in, in excitement. Uh, they, but when the, the, they, they, they take delight in it, they rejoice in it. Uh, but when a Tathagata uh, teaches for the uh, 
and the word that, that the Buddha uses in that in that case for excitement is is like a, is a negative sense anupasama and and uh, upasama is peace so that that's delighting in non-peace uh, so when the Buddha teaches uh, uh, a doctrine for the realizing of peace that it's astounding and amazing because people actually listen. They 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 lend an ear. They 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 want to. Uh, they turn their their attention to understanding it, and that goes against the grain. It goes against the the habits, um, which that the, like going against the grain, going against the habits. In that way of, of seeing against attachment, against conceit, against that inclination to stimulation, excitement, and stirring the mind up, and inclining to peace, uh, it's astounding and amazing. It's not. Uh, it's not common. Um, the last one is. You know, people delight in 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 ignorance. Um, and that, uh, and the, uh, 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 so that it, there's a, it's just like an egg enveloped, uh, and sort of like one shuts oneself off in a a little cocoon of not knowing clearly of 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 avijja, lack of true knowledge, and you think I mean. 2,500 years ago, that was the case. And these days is the case. I mean, now, uh, you know, so much of the the world, especially with the, the kind of the proliferation of, of of media, that really does seal you off in your own little cocoon of of your own little echo chamber that suits your your delusions and confusions and proliferations and you can prop that up quite quite comfortably it's a, uh, so the, how the Buddha expressed that is, is even is kind of prescient of the, the, uh, the, the very modern uh, way that we we go about in our gaining knowledge of the world around us these days so it's a uh, so that and, and that, but you know, when the Buddha teaches for the the ending of 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 ignorance, for the the, the breaking of that uh, that that egg of of, uh, of that one is enveloped in of that that shell that one encases oneself in of of delusion. Um, and people take an interest in it, and this is astounding and amazing because the Buddha's teachings give the opportunity to really break free of of the the limitations of of our greed, hatred, delusion, of our the limitations of our uh, biases uh, uh, that 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 we have uh, in so many different biases, preferences. Um, uh, that we have in so many ways, 
and open up a path for clear seeing. So it's it's a, and you know, we can look on that teaching in a way that that is, is, uh, you know, is a a, uh, kind of astounding and amazing and it's supportive of our uh, kind of faith and devotion, uh, which is a good thing. Um, and and it is, I think it is helpful that to to be reflecting on how yeah, different the Buddhist teaching the 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 the, uh, the capacity of of the Buddhist teaching to really transform um, your ordinary run of the mill human being into somebody who is is actually peaceful and, and has the capacity for liberation and uh, yeah, it's, it's worthy of devotion it is astounding and amazing but also to be you know, really turning it again turning it inwards paying attention to the questions we ask ourselves, uh, challenging ourselves to, and not in a kind of relentless way, but in a really kind and wise way, that we have the capacity to free our hearts from, from attachment, free our hearts from conceit, free our hearts from, from agitation and, and, and from, from ignorance. We have this capacity and to be willing to put forth the, the attention and effort and energy and commitment uh, to do that. So that, that sense of, again, thinking back to, to Ajahn Chah when he was asked, you know, how was it that he was able to be really experience the fruits of, it, of, of, of the practice and you say, you know, daring to daring to practice, daring to do it, daring to take a chance uh, on these teachings and and, and this, the training. And it has that capacity to give astounding and amazing results. So I'll offer that for reflection this evening. <laughs>